This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Connected. I'm SJ. I'm AJ. And we the Connected Experience. Hey, bro, what's the Connected Experience? Man, the Connected Experience is basically our lifestyle is what we do, is what we've been doing, is what we go keep on doing, even if we don't record it in a podcast fashion. Yeah, yeah, like we just the Connected Experience. Come get connected, you know? So what you been up to? Nothing, man. Uh, reading books. Uh, I'm working on my second one for the year. But, but by the time you hear this, this it'll be, probably be done because I'm trying to at least read two books a month. Yeah, and yeah. Then some of them I'm gonna revisit. You know what I mean? Right. Let, well, let's stop revisiting books and let's start getting new ones out there. So, well, no, uh, you, just because you revisit a book, don't but that can't count as your oh no, no, two, no, of no, no. two of the month. Though you can't yeah. keep reading the same two books every month. Talk about <laughs> to read two books a month. Yeah. How was your week? Hey, I can't complain, man. I can. Well, yo, don't I can't. But I won't. Yo, hello, fucked up. I, I, I can say this. The cold weather was not good to, to, to my living conditions. It don't be. The cold weather fuck a lot of shit up. And it has. Yeah. It has cost me a lot of money in a short amount of time. So snow got me and you. It wasn't yeah. even snow. <laughs> whatever. That was the wind got. Yeah, whatever Sub the fuck zero, that was. Yeah. I, fuck Mortal Kombat. I ain't fucking with it. You got a word of the day? Uh, <laughs> that was all promo for the new Frozen movie. I was showing <laughs> you how cold shit can really get. Yeah, I, yeah, I got that. a word, man. It's a focus, the center of the interest of activity and act of contracting on something. And then you got a word? I got a word. What videographer, a Why? person who makes films with video cameras. Now that's a simple ass motherfucker. But it's more to it than that. Yeah. Sometimes it'd be adjective, verb, all that. I don't yeah. be putting all that shit, man. These yeah. just be terms people need to know. But why would that be a term? Man, because we got two of the best, man. We got uh low fourteen and we got Mark from Holiday Visions. How y'all fellas doing? I'm good. I'm good. What's up? Uh, man, everything. So what's crazy is we work with both <laughs> of them in different aspects. Low actually was even crazier. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, Low actually filmed our first podcast that we ever filmed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Mark filmed our second one <laughs> that we ever filmed. And Mark filmed the summit. You yeah, know and saying? actually, Low was the first person we came with when we came with the, came to when we had the idea of the college, college of hip hop. Because he got a professional look. He's an actual educator. Educator. So we like, yo, because it just didn't. It just didn't work well, I guess, <laughs> because the vision we I. Everybody didn't see the same vision, but Lo was actually family. And how did you find out that Lo, like real family? So, like, like the biggest accomplishment ever, even when working with shoes, with making a ton of money, is actually meeting Lo. And this is why, because we, this is my dad's first cousin, this is my second cousin. But I was talking to my granddad one day who lived in Arizona, who I just happened to meet in 2001. Not like that might not sound like a big deal to you, but growing up thinking somebody is your grandfather, then finding out you actually, somebody who passed away, who passed away, who you never got to meet. And then finding out, oh, that's not actually your blood grandfather. So I have a grandfather named Melvin Simmons. He came from Arizona. He's from Inkster. He came back from Arizona because he moved to Arizona and worked in Chicago. That sounds crazy, right? So he thought he had, I think, colon cancer or something. And I guess that's big in the family. Or was that big in the family? Or maybe he just thought he had it, so he came to tell my dad to make sure you get checked out. So we all used to talk years and years and years. And then, like, one time I talked to him, he was like, man, you got to pay attention. If anybody last name Simmons, especially if it's a woman, I know how y'all are. Like, it might be your cousin. Just ask and make sure. So long story short, I used to work at a shoe store and Lo actually was somebody else's customer and she wasn't at work that day. So when I was helping him, I was like, oh, I got you, man. He got a size 13 Air Force One because I'll never forget the day. So we like, I'm like, man, I help you and shit. And then like I was like, oh, you be up here all the time. I need to see your ID, though. And it was like Lawrence Simmons. And I was like, Simmons. 
I just had this conversation. So I was like, man, you know Melvin? And he was like, how you know Melvin? Then I was like, that's my granddaddy. Is that your granddaddy? He was like, no, but that's my uncle. That's my daddy's brother. And then... It's been, been on, on ever since. since. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Real Just real like talk. that. Yeah, and then yeah. I went to the crib and I told my wife, and I'm like, man, I met this nigga. I called my granddaddy, like, man, Lawrence, because I'm like, yeah, I met Lawrence. And then he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, y'all should be around the same age. And I'm like, we kind of are. <laughs> yeah, but it's my daddy. First cousin, and then just my second cousin. And that's just crazy how life worked because we grew up in Angster our whole lives, probably not even a half a mile away from each other. And no, retail. what's crazier is he shares a backyard. His 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 father's house shares a backyard with my first ex-wife. Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With, uh, what's their last name? I ain't, we ain't got to put yeah, all that out yeah. there, but yeah, that's my crazy. first ex-wife like lives directly behind it or right there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, first ex-wife. I got two ex-wives, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But, you know, fuck it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Fuck yeah. it. That's how you do it. So, low. how was growing up in Inkster? Oh, man, growing up in the town was cool. You know, I grew up in this uh, two-parent home where uh, mom... She was the social worker. Dad was the robotics mechanic. So uh, it was cool, man. It was real good people. Every day, I never knew a robotics mechanic. (laughs) Man, he was a a a weemer, and uh, basically that's an acronym. I don't know what it is, (laughs) but he worked at General Motors, and he worked his way up into that. You know, my dad was really into the math and stuff. But like I said, mom's she was a social worker. U of M grad, go blue. Mm -hmm. So uh, siblings. Yeah, I got uh, three older brothers. Yep, Ryan, Ed, William. So you the youngest, the, you the, you the, the baby, baby boy. I'm the baby boy, man. I'm the, I'm bringing up the rear as I always say, <laughs> the last one. Yeah. Now yeah. something interesting about you, you are actually a high school basketball champion. Yeah, man. I uh, went to uh, Southgate Aquinas. Was supposed to go to Rovershaw. You know, I was up the street, Ancient yeah. High. I ain't have a shot at that. But uh, beyond that, I uh, went out to Southgate Aquinas and uh, ended up winning the state championship class in 1993. Uh, we was 28-0 Class C, because that's usually by enrollment. Yeah. Uh, we got to rank in. What they told us, they said we was in top 20 USA today, yeah. but we could check that out. But otherwise, <laughs> in the state, we was definitely top three. Yeah. But uh, it was some good schools out there, PSL and folks in uh, Ben Harbor. Did you play an intricate role in that? Oh, yeah, man. I started. I worked my butt off, man. I was that <laughs> defensive dude, you know, kind of yeah. Gary Payton-ish. But uh, I worked my little butt off, man. I, um, it ended up working out for me. I ended up playing uh, at a JUCO OCC. Did two years there and then played at a school called McKendry for the winningest coach in NCAA basketball history, Harry Statham. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, that's yeah. dope. So you got some family members that play basketball now, right? Some some young ladies? Uh, Yeah, they just uh, finished up. Shout out to my cousin Sierra and Jordan. Uh, one went out to uh, Central State. She finished out. That's Jordan. And then Sierra just finished out at Oakland. So uh, she was doing her thing. You know, them little shooters, man. Everybody like to shoot that ball in the fam. Did they play each other? No, they, they, <coughs> nah, they were two years apart. I mean, they played man. with each other over at Romulus, so they did very well, you know, getting the girls' team to, like, regionals and stuff. So, nah, Now that I'm thinking about it, like, do they got a WNBA draft? Is, like, that a big thing? <laughs> like, no, it's like, not like, a big thing. Nothing in the WNBA <laughs> is a big thing. Yeah, that shit just go under the radar. But, like, but that's just get, So how do they get on the teams and shit? They just... How did that Com- work? Combines. <laughs> gym. Uh, open gym. Combines. <laughs> open gym. Combines. You know, them overseas and stuff like that. Okay, so, yeah, I was just watching that. That just crossed that. my mind. Like, yo, you never hear like such and such get drafted, number one. But then I never you still got to go back to work w- the next yeah. day. Yeah. They be like doctors and shit playing basketball like on the weekends. That shit like a weekend league. <laughs> like when you add up the actual amount of time uh-huh. and shit. So what's up with you, Mark? Where did you grow up at? I grew up in Southwest Detroit. Yeah. Uh, my dad, my mom was from Southwest. My dad was from the West Side. 
Um, so I spent half of my childhood both, but I lived always in Southwest. Went to Southwestern, <laughs> Mark Twain, Blaine. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole little Southwest route. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, like, how was that growing up? You got siblings? Yeah, I got a little sister named Marcia. She's six years younger than me. Yeah. It's just us two. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. So, like, when you, when you was in high school and stuff, like, did you know, like, uh, film and stuff would be, like, your path? Because I usually find that people who, like, got cameras and stuff picked mm-hmm. it up, like, long time ago. I'm going to tell you what's funny. Dog, um, it is extremely fucking hot in here. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you just was complaining about the cold. I, I said a couple that was bad to my living conditions. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, man. I I know I ain't the only one. <laughs> you ain't no, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, because I keep seeing every day. If niggas be mad, it's like the sweat stopping you from pulling the shit up. You know? <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. My bad though. I ain't really cut you off. I just had to get that out. No, it's all good. But um, actually, what's funny is I didn't know. Yeah, but to your point, I should have known because I used to do stupid stuff like we had a camera, and I'd tape like part of Dragon Ball Z. I'm a big Dragon Ball Z fan still. Yeah, <laughs> I would tape like part of Dragon Ball Z films, cut it, and then tape another part. So I had it like they was fighting each other, but they never fought before. Yeah, but I just did it for fun. I never actually thought about it being a career. Yeah, I really wanted to go to school to make video games. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I went to um I don't remember the name of the Votech, but I went to some Votech. And they had the Art Institute came in, and the Art Institute, they was like, oh, da, 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 da. we do video games. So I'm like, bet. It was Art Institute of Phoenix. I filled out for it. They never called me back. <laughs> the Art Institute of Pittsburgh called me back. They was like, but we ain't got video games. I was like, well, what you got? <laughs> and they yeah, was right. like, well, what do you like? So I started explaining. She was like, I think you're really like the video program. And that's basically how I got into it, because she was right. So I love it. <laughs> so how was Pittsburgh? So like, like, when you got accepted, you like, yo... I'm about to go from Southwest Detroit to Pittsburgh. Like, you never hear nobody say they're going to Pittsburgh. <laughs> like, you just never do. Like, you don't even hear Pittsburgh in any conversation besides the Steelers. So, yeah. like, when you telling people, like, I'm about to go to Pittsburgh, like, was you nervous? Because was anybody like, yo, what's popping down there? Or, like, any advice or anything? Um, I didn't have no advice. Uh, I had, like, a slight arrogance that, you know, I guess however you look at it. But they used to be like, well, it's kind of dangerous in the area. And I'm like. Southwest Detroit. Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> what the fuck is he talking about? Like, so I'm like, you know, how dangerous could it really be? But it's kind of like everywhere else. Yeah. If you cool, you cool. If you're not, you're not. Right. If you I don't respect to, the land. Yeah, yeah. I don't try to be nothing I'm not, and I'm not a punk. So it's like, yeah, yeah. I'm just, it's just a respectful it situation. Is, it is. Yeah. So it was real cool. And then um, I didn't really like the area. Was pretty racist. That was the first time I heard the term porch monkey. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> told you, nigga. Listen, that's I told niggas, niggas, that, that is way worse than somebody <laughs> calling you a nigger because yeah. that's just something you not used to hearing. So yeah. when a motherfucker call you a you you offended and you like. But what the fuck is a porch monkey? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is a yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. White yeah. racist. We gonna need a definition on that. No, we need monkey. a white racist on the show. Yeah, for that definition. Yeah. <laughs> because it really don't even make sense. Yeah. A porch monkey. Like, <laughs> was you born on a porch? Like, <laughs> is you hanging on the porch? You get it, monkeys hanging on the porch. Yeah. That could be it. Yeah, that, that could, could be. be it. I can see that's that. the definition. But we not now. monkeys. Though. Yeah, we, but you know. Well, so no. how did you feel? <laughs> what the hell he called you a porch monkey? How did you feel? She didn't directly call me. Oh, okay, okay. What it was, right next to the school, it was like this bar restaurant. So when you walk in the door, one side is a restaurant, but literally it's a door and then it's a bar. And on the bar side of this plant, there's a DJ over there. But there's literally nobody in there. When I come in, nobody knows that I'm in there. Yeah. And the DJ just in there playing music, and the lady just holler out, would you quit playing that porch monkey music? <laughs> <laughs> 
that's vicious. So for one, you know she's serious about her racism because she didn't know you was there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What was she playing? I just, I'm just curious if you remember. It was rap. I don't remember whatever was popular yeah. at the time. Uh, what year was this? What year was this? That you, that yeah. This, <laughs> this was like oh. Three. Oh, oh, two or oh, three. It was a 50 cent. <laughs> it might have been. It might have been. I'm trying to remember because it was something that was like real popular. Yeah, it's a 50 yeah. cent, some soldier boy or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, my fucking God, bro. That's the name of my big state. <laughs> a porch monkey? Music. Porch monkey music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> niggas need to uh, check out the monkeymentary on YouTube just to see how niggas is. Uh... So, so, like, so how did you excel when you got to the actual school, though? Um, In the school, I was actually pretty good. Um. I found out early I just wanted to be an editor. Yeah. So I didn't really want to do everything else. And because to me, Pittsburgh was real boring. Yeah. I spent a lot of time just trying to perfect my craft. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't really too much to do. So no, it kind of. You think that's why they put it out there? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like to put put it in that area at Pittsburgh because it's like, it's, oh. it's racist white people. So you don't want to go outside. You just want, you know. <laughs> no, no. But like, because it's not a popping, like. Yeah, if that um, shit was in Miami, you probably would have lost your mind. You know what I'm you saying? Feel what I'm That's true, but they also got them everywhere, though. Yeah, and actually, the one that I went to in Pittsburgh, I just read on the 31st they closing it forever. Oh, you gonna go out there? Yeah, I was about to say. Nah, <laughs> but all my schools is closed. Mark Twain closed. Yeah. Southwestern closed. Now nah, the Art Institute closed. Yo, this Probably nigga, is, <laughs> you the school closer, nigga. <laughs> what, what about you, Lo? Like, what made you pick up the camera? Uh, shoot, actually. What legitimately happened on the film tip is uh, I had lost a job. Like, yeah. pretty much I was working corporate. So my background, come, man, I'm like HR guy, you know, employment services, helping people doing workshops, how to get a job, resume writing. Yeah. So that's that's where my whole little skill set come from. But when I was uh, working at this uh, corporate gig, they basically was like, well, your job ended. We ain't got no more fundings. I'm like, what? So, you know, they uh, scaled me all the way down. It was kind of humble, though, to be honest with you, because I took like a $10 an hour job and pretty much gave me time to think about what I had to do. Took the money I had from the big paying gig and then just bought me a camera. And pretty much the rest is history. So, yeah. but, uh, but but what made you buy the camera? Like, what? Why oh, did you? Uh, yeah, you oh, shit. You could have bought some up. dope. You could have bought nah, some, yeah, nah. you bought oh, so many things. Man, like, I had a uh, guy. And uh, honestly, it's kind of a couple different things. Y'all remember your well, not remember your boy shit. That's the homie now, uh, Ernest Sisson. Ernest yeah. Sisson came and did the little photography because at y'all first video shoot, I had the little baby camera. It yeah. wasn't all DSLR'd up, but yeah. I still was rocking the cam. And yeah. then you know he had the DSLR, and then seeing him doing it, then seeing guys like the TNB Films at the time. Yeah. Oh, so then, this uh, that was like your first entry. Like 2011 was yeah. when I first bought like. A legitimate camera. So could you camera. actually say that your first gig was fucking with us, in a sense, one of them? That was 2009. 2019, yeah. wasn't that around there? Yeah, well, that was 2010 because the video, that that was that project was 2011. Yeah, so yeah. I was doing that, going to the Bullfrog, because, yeah. you know, I'm at Ernie, but y'all had him at the, you know, the shower at the oh. situation, and then yeah. he had a real one, and then we filmed that Mob Deep camera. We walked in cameras up, yeah. dressed in all black and stuff, and just walked straight in, so that yeah. thing is like a pass, yeah. you know, and uh, when filmed that Mob Deep and been inspired ever since, and then, you know, rocking with the unique collection. Yeah. So yeah, uh and we actually go ahead Rob on in a couple of weeks too. Yeah, what up yeah. though, Rob? So who who is your favorite video director of all time? Or movie? Because you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, just your favorite director. Like that could draw you in, like regardless of whatever it is, if they say such and such directed it, you gotta see it. I'm gonna tell you what's funny. I ain't got one. Yeah. Um I know it sounds weird because I'm not like most film people where it's like, this is my favorite director, this is my favorite writer. Because I like 
a combination of stuff, and those combinations together got to kind of work for me. Yeah. So sometimes you'll watch something somebody directed, but they with a different writer or different producer, and you and just, it get just like don't a, come across it. Yeah, yeah, it just what don't you, what come. You like from but it. I'm like really into like movies like the Bourne series. Yeah. Like I really oh, okay, love yeah. movies like that for a couple of reasons. Just me personally, I'm infatuated by the whole pay attention to everything, know what everybody doing, blah blah blah, blah you know, quick reactions, blah 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 type stuff. But then, like, the action sequences in that, if you think about, like, a lot of my videos, it's kind of like yeah. shaky cam. Yeah. If you look at, like, the Bourne series, it's like a lot of yeah. shaky cam. It's like I'm just kind of attracted to that type of stuff, and I can't even tell you who directed it. Yeah. I have no you idea. Just like, like, you just style. like the style. You like yeah. the style. Yeah. 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 So, I, you know what? We actually know you because Ra introduced us, and this is what's so crazy. I had was I called another nigga. Cause like uh, to direct, uh, I bet, mm-hmm. and he was bullshitting, just flat out bullshitting. And I'm like, listen, my nigga, first of all, I'm calling you to pay you. Like you don't call me back and shit. I never call you again. <laughs> right. And then I was talking to Rod. He was like, no, you don't know Mark. And I'm like, no. He was like, you probably you gotta know him, bro. And then he gave me your number, and what really solidified it is. When I was talking to Nate about, like, yeah, we about to shoot because we shot it at docking them shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. He was like, who's shooting? I was like, Mark. He was like, Holiday Visions? I was like, yeah. He was like, that's my guy. I was like, right, right. that yeah. that means it's supposed to happen. You feel what I'm saying? Right. I was going to get to that. Like, yeah. But yeah. but you ain't know that Rob plugged me with him, did no, you? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't so know that. I actually thought the plug came from the Switch was, Play TV. No, everybody was, knows each other. Yeah. yeah. I was saying? actually in Rob's living room because me and him was working on something. Yeah. And uh, you called him. And I don't know what you were saying to him, and then you was like, da da da. He said something, and I said something, and you was like, just put him on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> so I got the phone, we talked for a little bit and go. And I used to hear about y'all. Yeah. Because I interned at Switch Play TV. Yeah. Yeah, we was the media. first people put in the, we was the ones who started looking through the videos to put them on the show. That's what we we used to intern and in return Doc gave us studio time and we recorded our first album that we dropped with a barcode up there. Nate mixed it. Uh, it was another guy that used to be there. His name was Shy from New York. Shy, wherever Shy? the fuck you at, get at oh us. Shy did our album cover. You know what I'm saying? Yo, Shy was actually ahead of his time. Back in the day, early 2000s, he was doing T-shirts like niggas, shit like that. He was doing that like then, and niggas just was not catching on yeah, to it. They just didn't understand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I always thought that plug came yeah, from no, us with right. TV. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, the, the craziest part is, because I interned up there for so long. I used to be up there all the time. Saying like, yo, I do stuff for them. They should let me use the camera so I can perfect my calf, do stuff on the side. But I would hear about y'all, but we was never there at the, the exact same, same time. time. Yeah, like, yeah. never, that the whole time. And then after the ride thing, and I was talking to Nate, and he was like, yeah, it was the same, yeah, same day. Yeah, it was like, like yeah, okay, I know yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was tight, so it was like, it was just meant to be because it was yeah. full circle. Yeah, full circle. And then that, and then our working relationship has been like so great after that because like really it's like anything we know we need for video, like just call Mark if he's available. Like, and then if Mark ain't available, well, the the crazy thing is is when he call you, I'm calling him. To like, see I'm calling Low to see who available. Like that's the crazy thing because. When I call Low, Low comes. Low did our uh, Esham interview. He yeah. uh, recorded that, which actually led to us getting in the show free. And we were the, you were the only camera person in the show in that there. they let film. Like, Same thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. I was it, all up in you, that. You remember we was standing right there, and the lady was like, his manager was like, "No, y'all come back here." That was like, "Yo, I could have died the next day, bro." Yeah. Like straight up, that yeah. was my, a dream come true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah you can drink it on camera, dog. It's, <laughs> it's like, I forget my shit in the car at his house. I need to go get my shit. So, Lo, uh, let's talk about industry jobs that you had. Like, so 
in 2009. Oh, and shout out to Ernest too. And uh, that's so you knew Ernest before we before y'all like was doing well, shit I, on our set. I met Ernest at the uh, Bullfrog. Oh, that one night when he yeah. was here with us. Yeah, yeah. I met him through my cousin who used to work at Comcast. She was like, "Oh, I'm gonna bring my homeboy and shit. He take uh, pictures and shit." And then it just ended up being Ernest, and it's the same thing. It's like just a working relationship. Since, and then we plug. We actually plugged Ernest with them, bro. With, who? With Unique and them. That, oh, they right. met through, yeah, yeah, they met through that. Oh, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. What's funny is kind of the same deal. Y'all sent me to um, interview Rob yeah. um, for the College of Hip Hop when we were yeah, doing that yeah, series. Yeah. So I met Rob then. I started following his stuff. He started doing a branding for beginners. Yeah. I started going there. That's when I met Low. Yeah. And we talked a couple times, but then when y'all had the podcast summit, that's when me and him actually connected, connected. Yeah. Right. All right. And that's what it's all about. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like all type of pockets of people who do the same thing but still can like help each other. Because even with Rob, like we went to high school. High school together. with Rob. We <laughs> was in me and Rob was in the same speech class. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean he was older though, but he like I guess like it was seniors and it was, that class was mixed with everybody. He was a senior and shit. And it's like, damn, like why would I go to somebody else when I can go to somebody I went to high school with? Who trustworthy? Mm-hmm. Why would I spend my money with somebody else when I could call? And the you? work is top of the yeah. Line. And the I work bet is my favorite video that yeah. we ever did. Like the the, the memory, man, Like how you we changed the game with that shit. Called it a movie and shit. <laughs> and ain't that what everybody doing now? Like yeah. we called that shit a movie. Like a no, it's movie. gonna be like a movie. Like mm-hmm. writing niggas parts on the uh, set. Shit, we had a good ass saying? time. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah there was a lot of good. Me- was you on the I bet video set? Did you come through for that? No, nah, yeah. I don't know what in the world you I was probably, doing. You, I think more than likely you had to work because it was a Sunday after. Afternoon. I think you had to work or some shit. You feel what I'm saying? I actually had this shirt on in the I Bet video. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is my favorite shirt, though. Yeah. And these are actually uh, one of my favorite pairs of jeans. Yeah. And my favorite chuck. <laughs> so, yeah, your favorite outfit. Yeah, yeah, Essentially, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what, uh, so, like, what, what you working on now? What y'all working on now? Whoever want to answer it first. Uh, shoot, man. I always say it's something to edit, man. Everybody want their stuff. And if you ain't got your, like, your workflow together, things start getting backed up. Because everybody always wants you to shoot and do things. Like, I do a lot of, like, uh, YouTube lifestyle stuff for people. That's kind of been, like, my forte, definitely with the interviews. Um, I got a chance, like, definitely rocking with the homies with Unique uh, to go to uh, Vegas, Miami, um, shoot, we went to L.A. We did that twice. Yeah. But, um, you know, just approaching those people in the lifestyle, it's something like y'all saying, yo, they was doing this then. Shoot, we're like 2012, 11. We was doing that now. You're supposed to get content. So it feels good to already have embarked on those, like, landmarks. But at the end of the day, um, man, I'm always working. Just it, take long lunches. That's all I say. And the good thing about it is content is content. It don't matter how long ago it's from because it's dope. If we can, we can go back and show you everything, like it's yeah, we solidified. About, you yeah, feel what I'm saying? Like, actually, if we could find uh, somebody, if I could find a VHS, I could show you where I used to edit. Like when uh, I remember, we used to get out of high school early because we had a, what was that called? Basically, well, you can go to work. For well, yeah, co-op. We had a co-op, but our co-op was working at the record store that my homeboy owned, so we wasn't working. And it was an answer. And it was an answer, so, yeah, we ain't even have to like, go. Just get your paper filled out. And we actually filled lived out, with the like. nigga filling out the paper, so so I used to always go to the video class, like, after, like so if I, we get out at, like, 12, you know what I'm saying? I would just go to the video class, and this white boy one day had shown, because he used to do it for me, but I used to put the pressure on him, like, dog, what the fuck, you know what I'm saying? He's like, bro, I'll just show you how to do it. So... 
He showed me how to do it. And I used to just spend all these hours editing this footage down to me and him performing. And I would take it home, on the, you know what I'm saying, and pop it in and show niggas. And niggas would be like, oh, but if your name popped up right here, so I'll go back. And they don't understand that I got to go back and redo all of this shit. And if I would have known then what this shit would be now, like it was just so easy to me. It wasn't it though. I used to edit it, that shit was like. was interesting to you though? It was interesting because I get to show people and get to hear what pe- what what is missing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But the actual art of editing, you got to be a certain type of person because it's super fucking boring. You know what I'm saying? That's just how I it, is. I think back then more so. Yeah, yeah, was, back so then. You was on analog, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was just digital was a little bit different. Yeah, I think if I would have had to start on analog, I don't know. About yeah, that's why it was it's just <laughs> because you really just sitting there just. Oh, every man. every that, <laughs> millisecond count, and, and that's what I was saying. A nigga be like, "You should put this here," not knowing like, "Yo, that's gonna take an hour and a half to put that there." But I, I, I had nothing but time. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. when I be watching certain content, and I be like, "Okay, they could have edited that sweeter." You know what I'm saying? Not judging it, but just that part of me come back. Like, I wonder who edited that. You know what I'm saying? But then I also say. Damn, editing was so boring then, but it is digital now, so I can see how it's just so much. So, so what program you prefer when it comes to editing? Right now, I use Premiere, but just really more so because I was like Final Cut forever. Yeah. And then they switched, and I guess I'm like the old dude who don't want to change. Yeah. And it was like when they switched, I didn't really like it. And the new Premiere was kind of like the old Final Cut, so I kind of switched over. But everything else I did was Adobe anyway. Yeah. I, did, I was heavy After Effects, at least back then. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, heavy After Effects. Photoshop, Lightroom, mm-hmm. everything is Adobe. It's like, what's the point? Especially now, you can go straight from Premiere to After Effects. When I used to be in Final Cut, I would have to export it, Wait, bring it over yeah. there, go back. Well, now they talk to each other back and forth, so I just stick with Why, what that. Why would that be said? <laughs> <laughs> that this is permissible. Just yeah. press OK. <laughs> yeah, let's get it popping. Let's get it popping. Yeah. You know? So what you working on now? Film or anything? Yeah, so y'all know if y'all been watching my feed, it's been like all photography, photography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been doing some. Uh, yeah, I've been seeing some dope pictures. Like you do birthday pictures for. Yeah, yeah. I see a lot of nice looking young ladies coming through because <laughs> of you. But like real tasteful though. Like you, you, you the type of photographer that is like. You don't seem like you're trying to sleep with these young ladies. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So the pictures be tasteful. You know, when a nigga trying to hit something, you like, okay, he's just trying to get her naked as possible type of thing. You know what I'm saying? My goal with the photography, with all of it, no matter what brand it is, I want it to look like branded photography. Like, you come to me when your company wants to get branded. Yeah. Like, right. Like, y'all want to get branded. The connected experiences, y'all should come do a photo shoot. You right. Know what I'm yeah. <laughs> so it's it. like, boom, I want to set, like, you're doing a marketing campaign is like how I almost look at it. Um, but as far as video, I actually dropped video all together from Holiday Vision, but me and my partner Q was putting together a company called HQ22 Creatives. Yeah. And we got a lot we're working on right now because we plan on kind of launching them more so. Okay. Um, but it's going to be tight. It's not going to be music videos like when I was doing uh, Holiday Vision, which is one of the reasons why I kind of wanted to separate it. Right, right. Um, but it's going to be more stuff like um, promos. Commercials, but like, what if somebody wanted to like, through. like, what if we like, yo, fuck it, man, we about to just, we need a video, we need to bring you out of retirement, like, can we get you out of retirement if that, we come out of retirement? Then I try to throw the holiday vision <laughs> back on. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, <laughs> bring it out. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. That is very dope. Um, let's talk about industry jobs that you have. What type of jobs have you had within the industry? Um, I was a PA on the uh, Super Bowl when it was here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that was pretty cool because I did the. Uh, pregame and a halftime show so they did we got hired like a month in advance because they did everything at the uh 
Silverdome first. Yeah. So all the way up until like two days before the Super Bowl, everything was there, and they shifted down here to uh, Ford, Ford Field or whatever. So that was cool. I got to go. It was a um, a secret rehearsal with a. Uh, uh, well, I can't think Stevie, of Wonder. Stevie, Stevie Wonder, who is not blind. You yeah. are the third person in here who, who worked with All Stevie Wonder for the Super Bowl. <laughs> Literally, like you are the third Two person. Two dancers in you. Yeah, yeah that's it. dope. Yeah. The, it was Stevie Wonder, Josh Stone, um, Carl Thomas. It was like a couple more people. I don't really remember all of it, but it was just like, I ain't never been that close to like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? Just And they was in there, and it was kind of like how you would see like uh, rap videos, people just start freestyling. Yeah. They was in the auditorium, and he got on a, a piano and just started playing, and they literally just started all freestyling, singing. And, like She told us that, like, crazy. Jay Fears was in here, and she was like, one day just start playing, and everybody just fell in line. And that yeah. is so that crazy ground. that these all of y'all share the same experience, so can we all agree that you know that Stevie Wonder isn't blind as well? <laughs> no. Did he shake your hand? No, I didn't see him up close. Okay, okay. But he's seeing you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You see that good work you was doing. What other uh, industry jobs had? So-called industry jobs that we was Um, I worked on the set of the Life Jennings video. So I don't know if you remember the video. Uh, I don't know if it was just Cause Sex or S.E.X. With all girl on there? Yeah. And if you remember, he walked into a room and there's nothing but TVs on the wall. Yeah. Like nothing but TVs, green screen. So I was a part of the crew that had to put together all the TVs to go on the wall, which was just pretty much... It was just made up with green screen boxes in there, but you had to construct them all up on the wall so when he came in and did the scene, yeah. they can superimpose stuff in there. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. You feel what I'm saying? Low, any industry jobs for you besides unique? Oh, man, nothing too crazy. You know, my background is uh, kind of all all in different areas because I've done, uh, as far as productions and stuff, you know, that's got a lot to do with staging and lighting. So when I approach this whole video thing, I approach it by looking at, man, what's the components to do it? But like I say, um, you know, a couple things. Uh, oh, I got a chance to hang out with LaBrittany not too long ago. Yeah, oh, yeah, at the and uh, then, uh, show. And then when Hoops was getting it. ready for her um, her fight, that was kind of interesting because, you know, working with the gimbal and stuff, I'm all sweating in her face. And, I mean, it probably was a little creepier shots. I mean, you know, she out there <laughs> bending over and stuff. You got to have them little awkward moments. So I don't, I don't really do all the photo tips like he talk about yeah. in the shoots and turning people. But at the end of the day, <laughs> you know, you like, I mean, you like, oh, man, they got crevice, but let me skim over here. But yeah. then she like showing it because she's selling that stuff too. Yeah. you know, not her. Well, per se, by this example, yeah, but, you know, at the end of the day, you in shape, you know. Yeah, right, right. Show it right. off. Favorite video of all time? Uh, Favorite video? Um, I don't know, man. You I used like to like a that. Michael Jackson, black or white nigga to me. Oh, oh, if you going that far, I'm saying thriller, your dog. Yeah. Thriller all day, because <laughs> that was the biggest anticipation. It was a wait. It was a countdown, you know. You yeah. was at the crib. You was, oh, Michael Jackson, shut up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that whole thing came on, you know. You used to want your little old Confession, Ray. bro. You never seen Thriller video? Never seen a Thriller oh, video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. I seen Bits and Pieces. I so scared of that video. I seen Bits and Pieces, but I hide over the steps. I never seen. Niggas, like, when I tell niggas I never heard Illmatic all the way through in sequence, yo, niggas be ready to snatch uh-huh. my hip-hop card. So you know what I hit them with? Brother Lynch loaded. You ain't never heard Brother Lynch loaded. And <laughs> yeah. niggas like, what? Exactly. exactly. You Tremendous. know what I'm saying? Oh, Brother Lynch, that's <laughs> yeah. the dude. So Thriller for you, what about you? 
ain't got no favorite video. But I do got a favorite commercial, though. Okay, well, that, that, yeah, that yeah. qualifies. Yeah. <laughs> about a couple years back, Jay-Z did a commercial where he did all his album covers. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. I thought that commercial was so dope because it looked like every album, album cover. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And it was seamless, like, with no cuts. I mean, obviously it was cuts, but it looked, looked like, like yeah. no cuts. Now that was some dog-ass editor. Yeah, like, that <laughs> yeah. shit was super hard to me. It's being an editor, that's, like, yeah. the thing is, like... Right. So when well, we develop what my favorite video? Yeah. Come on, man. Right. Slick Rick, children's story, bro. We, I stayed up. I can remember a hundred nights stand up watching that video yeah. back to back to back. Shout out to my auntie Charlotte. She used to let us stay up to watch that. And <laughs> Did that you watch is tales. Yeah, 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 yeah. We gonna get into something like that because right. tales is a great representation of somebody hearing a song and they vision for the song. Like I, that's my that's our passion project. My homeboy died, and we want to turn one of his songs into like a movie about him. But okay. based on everything he's saying, you know what I'm saying? Like, in the song, because it the definitely song, works out that way. Like, like the song definitely worked, like even with his death, the way he's talking about himself dying, you know what I'm saying? But it could be a, it could be like a, what would you say, like a 10-minute, 12-minute thing? Or was you thinking longer? I'm thinking longer because I want to One of you niggas from... might end up shooting it, so like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's yeah, just that, something that's like, like, that's on the list because like just going forward, like we just be like, yo, we ain't doing like nothing else entertainment, but we got like entertainment ideas. Like we, we got are not these physically. projects we have to do. And that is like one of them. You know what I'm saying? My favorite video is actually Mob Deep uh, Choir Store with Little Kill. You feel what I'm saying? With Prodigy, when it's raining and shit in the building, that shit look like an action film. Is that off of, uh, what's that shit with Bruce Willis? What was his biggest action film? Die Hard. Yeah, was that like a play on Die Hard? Because it's like raining in the building, all type of crazy shit. And I just was like, this look like You love action. some Prodigy, nigga. Hey, what it, it is what it is. But my favorite commercial is uh, Juki. <laughs> Y'all don't remember that commercial. <laughs> it's the party of the kid. Yeah. I remember it. Yeah, YouTube that shit. Was it a Sprite commercial? I don't know if it was a Sprite commercial. It was a pop commercial, but they was like making fun of this shit. And it was like, Juki, Juki, it's a party in the kid. I remember that. Is like I think it was a Sprite ball. commercial and shit, though, for real, though. No, that shit is so fucking stupid, dog, for real. Let's you talk about it. treatments. Let's talk about treatments. You both both of y'all are very professional. So when somebody's call you and say they want a video shoot or they want to, uh, you know, you you more in the, uh, the, the 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 photo side of it. What do you want to hear their vision or do you want to see them before you like decide what you want to do? What direction what, you want? What, what direction you want to take? Uh, I like to hear what they got to say first. Yeah, where they want to go with it, especially more so now because in the past it used to be whatever you come. I want to make it work. Now, if it's something I want to do, I just don't do it. Right. So I definitely want to hear kind of the vision you're going with first, and then I want to meet you in person so that we can really go back and forth. Because you lose a lot on the phone. Hell yeah. Even yeah. if you're talking on the phone, you lose and a lot. And that's what I tell me. people, too. Like, yo, son, you got to go meet these people to make sure, like, they see what you're saying. That sounds crazy. Can you see what I'm saying? But, yes, if I'm breaking it down on the phone, you're probably doing some shit. Yeah. 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 Or what you say? But if we in the, if we in the real meeting face-to-face and I can explain it to you where you can see it, then you do what? You get my vision. And I, can you make my vision come to light? And I, people with the phones and all the technology, they don't understand that. Even mm-hmm. a video call ain't the same because it's it could not. chop up and you would be like, damn, I know that nigga heard that. And he'd be like, I ain't hear that last shit you said. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? So that's like really Very important. Deep, yeah. So what, what about you, Lo? You want to meet face to face? Yeah, face to face meet up. Kind of like Mark, what you're saying as far as picking and choosing, you know, who, what you want to deal with and uh you know, depending on what you got going on already on your plate, you know, I can't take on a project if I got something going on. I politely decline. But um, but at the end of the day, I think uh, finding out 
specifics, details, you know, beyond budget, like your locations and, you know, some people want like these bells and whistles, helicopters and flamethrowers, but then it's kind of like, like your uh, resources uh, ain't all the way there. They got dollar store lighter money. Oh, man. They want flamethrowers with dollar store lighter money. Now, I feel like that uh, a great production comes from a team. So, like, Mark is the uh, director. Uh, I wrote the treatment. Lowe is a cameraman. I feel like when stuff be collaborative efforts like that, it always works for a better product because there's so many people that can execute the vision. So how do y'all feel about working with, like, other people when you're taking on projects? Let's say you're doing a... Uh, a photo shoot and you like yo my man would be better at this do I, I let me bring him in like are you are you subjective to that or is that like no nah, mark go shoot this you know what i'm saying no i love um collaborating with other people um i feel like you grow so much better that way because you're getting different perspectives even if you don't agree with the spec the perspective it might not be good for that what you're doing at the moment but it's still something that's end up in your head that might work with something else um, plus, I feel like, to your point, I think if everybody's concentrating on a particular job, it comes out so much better, right? So if me and him is going to do something together, which we have done. Yeah, we worked together. Yeah, yeah we did a couple things together. That's if, actually the catalyst for having both of you at the same time. Because uh, <laughs> we was like, oh, damn, they work together? Cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? And we didn't just connect y'all, but we are all connected through each other. So, like, True. this is how it works. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's why y'all on here. We seen like some. Well, it was a photo shoot, and it was kind of recent, actually. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I did a um a photo shoot for him. He had yeah, you launched my. No, <laughs> nah, he, uh, he launched the, uh, the sounds by DJ Low hookup. Yeah, so, that's what it was. Uh, Low, so when, you a DJ? Man, I'm over here just getting it, dog. Just mac it, forget it. If you can do it, I can do it, and why not? Yeah. But you know, my roots as far as I'm '90s hip hop, dog. That's like all I grew up on, all that stuff. Shout out to Lynch too. I like that West Coast, yeah. and um. You know, music's always in me. I partied enough all through my life in my 1920s, Canada, and all that other stuff. And um, solidifying the DJ, doing the corporate gigs. And now, you know, I'm even working with DJs and uh, getting help with me. You know what I'm saying? Coaches yeah. need coaches. So yeah. ain't no shame in nothing. Yeah. But yeah, definitely spinning. You definitely a DJ. You definitely dropped the ball by giving me four crates of records that had some jewels in there. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard that uh, yeah, yeah, podcast yeah, yeah, and the yeah, shout yeah, out. I was like, yeah, dang, yeah, my gave, cuz gave me. Yeah, one. like I pulled up on him. He was about to throw them shits away. I, yeah, I, 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 only, I, I ain't even been through them all the way yet, but... I, I found five records that was worth not throwing away just going through the shit. So I don't think you went through that. I, don't, I think you just. <laughs> I got the ones I wanted. <laughs> what you what you take out of there? Some biz market or some shit like that? Uh, uh, the DJ Quick AMGs, oh, stuff damn. like that. That was in there. You got them shits for real? Oh. Are you listening to them or are you just? I don't even. Have, I, I can't even say I'm listening to them because I don't even have like a record player. I do, man. You got to come up off them joints. I got a record player. Well, I got a VHS with the DVD recorder. What? <laughs> <laughs> Exchange. Yeah, we yeah. can barter stuff. We can barter stuff. Right. Actually, you can go get your own record player. I know. I'll tell you where they get a good one. Tell me this where they This motherfucker got a record player, uh, Bluetooth, aux, tape player. You can hook speakers up to it. It fits nice in the house. And I and I paid, like, damn, there's only, like, 60 bucks for it. You know what I'm saying? My daughter bought it for me as a thanks for being such an amazing fucking dad gift. Yeah. But, I, you know, I picked it out. Yeah. <laughs> I picked it out myself. So, like, you got a son. Like, do he pick up the camera? Yeah, he do. He act like he don't like it like this, <laughs> yeah. but he has like a little, my dad got him a, uh, I don't know what it is, some type of kid tablet for Christmas. Yeah. And he be walking around making his own videos and doing different stuff. We found like, you go to like old phone footage and him doing like whole little stuff where he got the phone, you don't even know he got the phone. Yeah. And it's funny hearing his voice because it's so different. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it'd be like, I'd take him with me on set 
he not really paying attention, but my hopes is he's he, still he, he taking it in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. he is because kids go do whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like whatever you show the kids, they go do. You be seeing them little kids, it'd be like four year old DJ. He ain't start off just jumping on there. He's seeing his dad doing it. He's seeing whoever he around doing it. Like my daughter, like when her mom be stretching for yoga, she mm-hmm. get her little mat and she's she's doing the exact same stretches. Like she just from seeing it, she do it. So they them little shits is sponges, man. They yeah. think you rich. Like yeah. they would think it's a never <laughs> in the supply of money. Definitely. But I won't like I want my daughter I hope my daughter is a creative. I, I want I, whatever she wanna do, she wanna do, but I hope it's a creative side to her because his oldest daughter is like super creative, like easels and shit at the house. She wanna draw one minute, she wanna do nails, and I'm like, that shit is that's what you need. Like, see, cause when that tests your creativity mm-hmm. to me, like like when you see your when you look at your phone and you see your son was doing that, you like, okay, so he is getting this shit. Mm-hmm. So let me show him, okay, we go, we just go do he might be like, fuck that, I wanna do videos. Pops, you stick to the uh just shoot uh taking the pictures. And yeah. then boom, now you got a 12-year-old son that's working with you and he running his own division because the kids want to rap and shit like that too yeah. so I'll be like yo start charging these niggas for one minute <laughs> videos yeah. and, and get your reel together you look up you like my son the biggest video director in the world yeah. that's true yeah hey but real quick just talking about that my pops had a video camera growing up so I did uh, Paul Revere. Yeah. You know, I got footage of this Paul Revere. You know, now nah, here's a little story. Yeah. Like, I was like, for real, 10 years old, you <laughs> yeah. know, 1986. And uh, that ain't me, is it? Yeah, that's oh, you. Dang, that, I put it on silence. I swear I did. And uh, I did Paul Revere. And then I used to set up the little tripod and rebroadcast like Pistons game and stuff like yeah. that. So you find your little stuff laying around mm-hmm. and like you finding your son phone stuff. That's dope. So that's probably, you know, how I might end up just end up like, yo, let me do the camera joint. Yeah. See, like my daughter, like we bought her tons of shit. But like her favorite gift of all time is this camera we bought her when she was three. And she used to take this camera everywhere. And that whole like it had like a, a SD card. It's like it was a Fisher Price camera, mm-hmm. but it could take like twenty five hundred pictures some shit and then like she used to be like uh i need my pictures printed out and then you would look like damn it's 2500 pictures and that's what you do you look back and you be like what you had the camera when we were here she take i'm that i ain't gonna say it on air but that's i'm that's what i'm fostering for because mm-hmm. once, once we seen how she was with that even with her uh electronics she is so focused on taking pictures and stuff with it it's like this is in you like this is what's in you why would i try to yeah you gotta push it out that. you know yeah, you gotta saying? feed that until she say look I ain't taking no more goddamn pictures. So you feel what I'm saying? It's going to be new cameras. Can she cuss in the house? <laughs> she won't even, man. She Shelby likes, can cuss in the house. I know. Yeah, but Shelby like, can cuss in the house. It's, house it's, it's, it's so straight. She only two. It's extreme freedom in my house like because I feel like you're going to cuss anyway. Just if you cuss at your grandma's house or whatever, you got to deal with the consequences. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you got to pick and choose. But she she actually just repeating what she hears. So if her grandma and them ain't cussing, but she will slip a fuck in there. She's never said the word bitch, though, because I don't listen to too short or none of that around her. You know what I'm okay. saying? So she ain't really familiar with the word bitch. But she, she'll slip a fuck in there. Why? Because, you know, you might hit your arm on a thing like fuck. So, yeah. like... I knew she was using it in the right context one day because she did something that I would have said fuck to. Yeah. You you feel what I'm saying? So I'm like, boom, she get it. Don't say that outside the house. I just want her to start differentiating where she could do it. Because I feel like my daughter could do whatever she wants. She just got to be responsible for whatever she do. Because me, used to be a kid like everybody else, you're actually going to do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you got to figure out what's good and bad. Yeah. And even with her, she, uh, she loved the trolls. 
So I bought her a Trolls calendar, and then we got her this big-ass Trolls coloring book. And I seen her the other day looking at the crayons, looking at the calendar, looking at the picture she was about to color. And I'm like, oh, she putting that shit together. Like, this is supposed to look like this. And she kind of was there on it, you know what I'm saying? And she was looking at how tight the calendar looked because, first of all, she never seen a calendar. So I was trying to explain what it is. Like, these are days of the week or whatever. But she like, poppy, poppy, poppy. Then when she started coloring it, I'm like, oh, she really looking at her, thinking at this how it go. But then we had a coloring contest in a sense. I just was helping her a little bit and I shut the shit down. Boom, that's how you really color. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, wrong. she wasn't right there when I was doing it, but I just, like, colored some, like, late at night when I was high. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I went in there to clean up her room. Like, oh, shit, it's crayons right here. And I had hit the... <laughs> Hit the picture a little bit to show her, like, yes, yeah, this is what the coloring gods do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but kids, man, they amazing, man. They just, them little shits is humans, but they pick up on everything. They man. do. I yeah. definitely think, like you, I don't care what he wants to be. <clears throat> I just don't want him to have a worker's mentality. Yeah. yeah but I man. do think he's going to be a creative because what he like to do most with me I guess I'm a bad parent. I listen to all types of music. No, I just not just, just not. Right? Too, I don't listen to Too Short. Sure. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But <laughs> his favorite things are story songs. So songs that have a story, and he literally want me to go back through and then break down each yeah, part of yeah. the story. Like, okay, so this happens to this. So I don't know. I'm a big Ghostface fan. Yeah, he I've never a, heard a Ghostface song a day in my life. You haven't? I can't even. Uh, you saying a solo Ghostface song or Raekwon and Ghostface included? I I, I won't even listen. Wow, because his voice. I just was just never. Yeah, see, you got to think when we was we go finish your story, but when we was like, <laughs> let him really fuck with go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, he got a CD. <clears throat> I forgot the. I think it's like twelve stages of death or something. But the CD from beginning to end is one story. Yeah. And when you first listen to it, you kind of can't tell to like the fifth or sixth song. You be like, wait a minute. And then you go back and listen to it, and you see the whole CD. It's one story. One story. Now, I would Man. listen to that. To find out the name of the album. I would listen to that. So I look on my title. Title. As soon as we get off, yeah. um, and show it to you. But he loved that. He wanted to break down each song. How is this? With that, if he did this, then how is he gonna do this? Da da da. da. So Had your son that. heard niggas bleed just like us? No, oh, man, bro, no, oh, bro, no. let your son because you already let him listen to cuss rap. Yeah, yeah, in the stories. Like if he in the stories, listen. Let him hear niggas bleed just like us. I don't think so because I put it together a playlist for him, but I'm thinking that might be on. The, I have to look on my. I'll show you my playlist. Yeah, yeah. Put that yeah. Yeah, niggas bleed just like us. But, but anyway, I don't. I never heard a Ghostface song because uh, I'm not a Wu Tang Clan fan. I'm not a Method Man fan. I'm a Raekwon fan, and it's only a few songs. And that's just you know what I'm saying. Nothing wrong with them. I, they great, I guess, because I never heard them to judge. You know what I'm saying? But. And I like the RZA. You remember we couldn't. We oh was on that RZA God. tough. Oh. That Bobby Digital. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we was yeah. on that RZA tough. Yeah. But yeah. I wasn't looking at him as RZA from the Wu Tang Clan because it was. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the RZA is the Wu Tang Clan, but he he not, the architect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I never heard of Ghostface. So I heard, oh, he, he was on special delivery though. Yeah, with the Wonder Woman arm. Yeah. Well, that's Ghostface, right? He said yeah. that. Yeah, but like a, a real just ghost. Oh, I have. When he was rapping about how poor they was, and he had that dog ass video. Uh, what the fuck was that song? With Mary J. Blige. All that I, mm, was it? And when he was talking about two brothers with muscular dystrophy nearly killed me. It, again, when I mention songs, niggas don't know the songs that yeah. I'm talking. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, we wasn't East Coast hip hop fans after Rock Him uh, Biz. Like we 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 caught on to the East Coast. 
when we was like I, Slick Rick was my favorite uh, a children's story. You know, that's a great story too, and that's a video that goes I exactly that yeah that goes right. exactly with the rap song. I think that's why we used to love it so much. Well, I did, yeah, well, I do. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't but love that after shit. a certain point of uh, East Coast rap, it just, we down south and west coast the fuck out. So if it wasn't going on on the west coast or down south, it wasn't. It, that shit gets no play. Then this nigga got hooked to Mob Deep somehow. I got hooked to uh, CNN. Yeah, you yeah, definitely yeah. put me up on Prodigy. Oh, I just, yeah, I, yeah. it wasn't Mob Deep. I ain't like, and I can say this like with full conviction. I don't like Havoc. Yeah. Like I just when the first time I seen Havoc, like I'm like, something up, something with, that up with that nigga. Like literally, like when in the video where they had on the Hennessy jerseys and Hennessy mm-hmm. was spelled wrong and shit. I'm like, that nigga man, I ain't <laughs> something up. What's up? Yeah. yeah. And I, so I don't, I don't like Havoc, and I never like Havoc can't come on the show, bro. <laughs> <laughs> He just disinvited the nigga. He probably wouldn't want to. No, no, I ain't disinvited him. Like, he just, just, you could interview Havoc yourself if you want to, but Havoc can't. I I don't want to talk to Havoc, bro. It'd be like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hear Ghostface is a great MC. I hear niggas put him up. up Yeah, top. Yeah, in the top. Top. Yeah, 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 top. But I just never press play. But. Who's to say I won't? I like yeah, like the shit that you just said to me. After it came out, because good music is good music. I don't got to listen to it when it first dropped to decide like this is what's up. Like I like story rap too. So if you just said that he got a twelve song project and it's all story rap, that's something I could listen to. You know what I'm saying? So I'm definitely gonna I'm gonna give it one go. Yeah. I'm gonna give it one. You know what I'm saying? I can't say because I don't. I, I don't know what I don't know what to expect. I'm gonna give it a go because I have no expectations of it. Yeah, yeah. you know Can you what give I'm saying? It two? No, I'm saying for sure I'm going to give it a go, right? Mm-hmm. And if he's telling the story through the whole thing, yeah. I know I'm going to listen back because unlike you when you first heard it, I'm going into it to hear a story all the way through. Okay. So I know that it's certain I'm going to have to catch so much shit. The song one, he was talking about Johnny from the block, and he popped back up in song yeah, four. What like happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Below, let's talk to you. Uh, we asked you what was next, but you are actually a high school basketball coach, and y'all doing pretty straight this year. Y'all were struggling in the first couple of years. You was out there, too. Oh, man. Just, uh, <laughs> right now, we're doing well. Boys are uh, nine and one. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that whole basketball thing is just definitely something I had done and just try to use as extension to mentorship, already working in the school and doing everything Yo, else. So. sixth grade MVP champion over here. You do not want me to lace these joints up. Oh, man. Come on, man. <laughs> We're bringing them out. We have a three-point contest. That's all they like to do is yeah. shoot threes and floaters. Oh, so is that real? Like nobody's trying to go to the basket. Everybody's Steph Curry. Oh, out. man. I have to say uh, high percentage shots, guys, is what we're looking for. But uh, I don't want to hey, be that dinosaur. <laughs> yo. Like, yo, this high percentage. A dude asked me, Coach, if we up by certain, can I take a shot from here? I'm like, Oh man, they don't have the etiquette to the sport. <laughs> but uh, beyond that, you know the boys are great. But at the end of the day, they want to try all that stuff. So yeah. I don't be a dinosaur. You know we practice floaters and we do different things. My nigga, it's not dinosaur and it's fundamentals. Hey bro, if you take this basketball and hit this little square on the back, it's going to go in. Oh <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. We talk about the high glass and everything, like you say, the fundamentals. Not being a coach, could you agree that the number one thing that no player does it's is follow their shot? shot. Oh yeah, statues. I call it the statue. They <laughs> yeah. just they just follow, they just shoot it's and they just right hold there. it right there and just look at it. I said, You can't just watch TV, son. You gotta yeah. go after the ball, you yeah. know. So beyond that, yeah, I say that all the time. Yeah. And Mark, you actually uh lost a significant amount of weight. How did you do that? <laughs> yeah. Um <clears throat> P90X, yeah, dieting. P90X is intense, man. Yeah. Yeah, that, that yeah, shit is, is intense. It was bad because Man, I was, let me see, I stopped weighing myself at 356. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I might have been bigger than that. At 356 was like, I ain't know, even that, getting back on here. Huh? That's how you felt like I ain't even get back on this stuff. Yeah, like, forget it. And then that still didn't kind of motivate me to lose weight. This is going to sound stupid, but when I was little, I'm like, a, you know how people like mamas, I'm like a big daddy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, everything my dad said, I remember all of it. Yeah. <laughs> right? When I was little, he used to be like, you know how you know you're out of shape? If you walk and your back hurt. Yeah. That's like, true, man. Like, That's if you it. walk and your back hurt, you just know you're out of shape. And I, I just told you I'm over 356 pounds. So I've well been <laughs> over shape. Yeah. But I'm walking. I was just telling my friend Kyle this. Yeah. And we walking in the hospital. And I was like, man, my back hurt. Swear to God, the next day I went to Planet Fitness, I started going twice a day. Yeah. I would go in the morning and do weights before uh, before uh, work, and yeah. then after work I'd come back and do cardio. Yeah. And then my cousin put me on the P90X, and that's what took me like. Yeah, that shit is extreme, man. P90X is extreme, yeah. yeah. So how did you switch your diet? What you start, What you cut out? Well, the diet thing, I did it because uh, I wanted it to be a lifestyle. I did it literally one thing at a time. So I wanted to take something out. And it's gonna be hard. And then once it wasn't hard at all, then I would take the next thing out. So what was the first thing you took out? Beef. Yeah. Beef. It was like mostly pork, but I still had like a big thing for bacon. So like I would still eat like like uh, uh, what was it from Quiznos? Chicken, bacon, something or the other. Yeah. And eventually I was just like, all right, fuck it, I gotta let this bacon go too, because that was like the last of my pork. Yeah. And it was like boom. Yeah, it, I'm, I've been trying to cut shit out for a long time now, and I struggle really hard with dairy, man. It's, it's, just, it's, it's really you, sour you cream and cheese. It, no, it's you really make it a struggle, right? Because, like, uh, you you do what you want. You feel what I'm saying? I, so, I'm like, if you... Uh, yeah. right, That's why you, I said it was a struggle. Right, but it's not, though, because... Yo, son, you bet. Listen to what I'm saying, <laughs> dog. You feel what I'm saying? If, like, you use shit as comfort. You feel what I'm saying? Right, well, that's bro. everybody. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? I'm like, an emotional eater, yes. Right, so shit. You got to be like... But lately what I've been doing is... Lately what I've been doing is, right, so... I would eat. I would. I would drink. Uh, I drink alkaline water. Yeah. I drink a, a try. How to I, the dollar store got fucking liters of alkaline water for a dollar. Like and the shit is good alkaline water. So I, I I drink one of them throughout the day while I'm at work. All while I'm at work, I eat fruit. And just, I eat fruit. And then if my smoothie nigga can actually make smoothies, I uh, about twelve o'clock at night I drink a, a a green smoothie. And then I only eat when I go home. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm only eating one real meal a day, and all throughout the day is water and fruit and uh, them type of snacks. Them, yeah, I, I try to stay away from chips and all that. But once I'm high, man, <laughs> I see because I try to keep sweets and shit out the house. Like if yeah. I get high and it ain't no sweets and shit in the house, I don't want sweets. You gotta yeah. go to Randazzles and fill your refrigerator with fruit. Yeah. You know, once you get high, you're gonna want to pick that stuff. You have like grapes, strawberries, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. shit like that. So that's what I'm saying. So if it because. If it ain't no sweets in the house, I could get high and not want no sweets. You know what I'm saying? I could get high and drink water. Like, because yeah. I, I was thinking, like, man, you can't get high. Like, I'm eating and I'm drinking water still. Like, when I'm thinking, like, yo, but I ain't gonna lie. If I'm eating some fish, man, I gotta have some type of fizz, some type of uh, soda. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's how, I, when I was eating hamburgers and shit, that's how I felt. It's like very hard to eat a hamburger without a pop. Like, it virtually impossible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you hear hamburger, you're like, let me get some fries in the pop with yeah, that. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? But so, y'all give y'all socials, man. And uh, that was a, that was a crazy <laughs> <laughs> Right. Because I was ready to be like, well, y'all twins, how do y'all stay in the same shape? You know what I mean? Not the same shape. Gotta, this nigga got like yeah. 20 pounds on me, yeah, dog. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Who y'all favorite basketball player was? Because y'all was talking about basketball. Oh, me? Me? Everybody. My favorites? Magic Johnson, the yeah. best basketball player to ever grace the court, bro. 
uh, my favorite basketball player definitely is Kurt Rambis. Dog. <laughs> 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 no, hey, your son, nobody ever said that. <laughs> Not even his wife or kids. Uh, <laughs> my favorite basketball player is Isaiah Thomas, and that's because I got like a real appreciation for the point guard. You know what I'm saying? Me and, too. That's why I picked Magic why Johnson. Magic like Johnson. I think Magic Johnson is the beginning of like LeBron James is guard. closer to Magic Johnson the than Michael he is Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yeah, but I'm going to go with Zeke. Who you going to go with? All right, so my all-time, all-time favorite is Kobe. Yeah. But creeping with the slash mark is Westbrook. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you are. You are a big ass. Hey, hey, I got Westbrook on my fantasy basketball (laughs) team. Like, nigga, today I'm depending on Westbrook. To win me my 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 thing today, like that nigga, Mister Triple Double, bro, like yeah. fucking clothes though, man. That nigga, them clothes don't say L A, man. That no, shit, them no, shits right. don't say South Central L A. Yeah. And I don't want to judge them though, because you know I was just talking about how I want to dress, but yeah, it's yeah. nothing like that. But I'm saying, yeah. well, who you got? Yeah, favorite. man, I'm gonna go with somebody old school, Rod Strickland, point yeah. guard. You oh, know, yeah, court yeah, vision yeah, dude, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Laid it a real smooth game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but Rod Strickland, uh, your man Kyrie Irving is a is a chip uh, off his tree. Uh, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? That's his godfather. Yeah, but there it is. But Magic Johnson, I actually, um, I'm a Dodgers fan because Magic Johnson has stake in the Dodgers, and I don't even watch baseball. You, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But like, I, shit like that. Like, I don't go to Starbucks, but when Matt, like, I, I fuck with Magic Johnson. I fuck yeah. with Magic Johnson hard, bro. I mean, yeah. you, that sounds crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We said yeah. basketball, nigga. We don't give a fuck about his business life. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, Magic Johnson, because you n- nobody ever seen nobody do that with a ball at that time. It's it's, it's normal now to see a down there seven foot nigga come down, play any position, cross you over. But like, I know that had to be crazy to them hunkies back then. Like, yeah. yo, showtime. That yeah. could all it could be. Yeah. How people could get at you? Well, I would like our guests to go first, bro. But we do that all the time, man. Yeah, but we got to some shit. Ain't fuck some structure, my nigga. No, it ain't. That's the problem why you can't stop eating dairy because you said fuck structure. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It all go together. Yeah, it all go together, bro. You can't be an anarchist if you're trying to get your life straight. You're right. You feel what I'm saying? Get your shit straight and then wild out because your shit straight. You feel what I'm saying? Nah, nigga listening like, oh, yeah, we want to get at this nigga. Just slide him a cup of milk. And that ain't even the type of dairy you like. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But you can reach us at TCE Pod on Instagram and Twitter, man. If y'all listening, and your artists or need photography these the guys to do it like i put my stamp on them like hands down like my go-to guys i love Ernest too you know what i'm saying like Ernest is he real professional but that's it. i love professional people and y'all been nothing but like low not professional because he my cousin you feel what i'm saying like he professional because Appreciate he gotta be like my nigga yeah, is a photo- man yeah like shit i can't believe you just told me you ain't doing videos and shit no more but but you if we come out of retirement he could come out of retirement right. so all you gotta do is say something on the song you out of retirement yeah, so I, I can get at you, Love. Uh, Chew, get at me on all platforms. That's social Twitter, Facebook, uh, at Low14Films. It's all under the same account. And uh, at Sounds by DJ Low. Yeah, yeah. You DJing, nigga, uh, or you uh, using the fucking uh, phone? If your aux cord going <laughs> you, you playing the, the aux cord phone? Nah, man, I drag <laughs> and drop with the best. Nah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't have the turntables, but I'm rocking off a controller. So, yeah, you know, but solidifying with what the DJs out here doing, man, they manipulating some crazy stuff. So yeah. I'm working. Yeah. I mean, as long as you're willing to learn, you can always go back and get. <laughs> you feel me? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can find me on uh, Instagram, holiday spell H O L A D A Y V. And then you'll see the rest of mine up under there. Yeah, that's dope. Hey, man, we appreciate y'all coming out. Definitely. Man, thank we you. Appreciate the work y'all keep doing, man. I want for my brother what, what I, I want, want for myself. myself.